Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Oklahoma studios, this is the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan. I'm here today with uh, Choctaw football coach uh, Jake Corbin. Uh, coach, how's it going this afternoon? Uh, going great. Down this weather like everybody else, and uh, I go for the football team. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the weather today, at least on, it uh, looks like Friday is going to be, li- be a little bit nicer, hopefully. I hope uh, hope the rain holds off, because I know last week was a little bit of a, a, little bit of a dreary day. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. But hey, let's talk about your team. Uh, you guys are coming off a really big win against Lawton, forty-one thirty-five last week. Uh, you scored what twenty-one twenty unanswered points there to be able to come away with a victory down there. Yeah, yeah, we're having a lot of twenty-one strength there at the end, and we really proud of our kids and coaches. Very big winners against. I know uh, we wrote a little bit about it Monday, and I know we talked earlier in the week, but uh, Gabe Johnson, he had a, a ginormous game for you guys. He scored four touchdowns and has been a really big piece to your offense all year. Uh, your offense is averaging a little more than 300 passing yards a game and, and 40 points a game and just overall total yards. You guys are about 420. I mean, what's working for you guys offensively to be so effective this year? We try to be really balanced. You know, as you mentioned, you know, helps have really good players. And Gabe Johnson's definitely, you know, he's piece in there. You know, I, I think that Gabe is a Division one kid. Um, you know, he's kind of been under some radar. Um, but, you know, he's, he's trying to put the team in the games and the staff to kind of reflect that. You know, he's, he's a really special player. He makes plays when he needs him. He's a really mentally and physically tough kid. Really electric when he gets the ball. Uh, and as you mentioned, you know, that over 200 yards receiving uh, and more on the ground as well. And he scored four touchdowns for us, including the, the final throw touchdown late. Um, and just, you know, returns kicks for us, play defense for us. He's just an absolute stud. And, uh, state champion wrestler on top of that. You know, can't think of good stuff about him. Um, you know, I'm called uh, my huge stat guy. And, you know, as far as some things I told from my other say that, you know, the offense has something like 19 school records already this year. Oh, wow. um, you know, and that, that kind of starts from, uh, from the QB position with Adam Williams. Um, you know, senior, a quarterback, but it's just been absolutely electric. You know, he's done some stuff this year that, that I've never seen, um, including going you know, 19 for 19 against PCO, you know, for uh, over 350. You know, <laughs> I've never had that as accuracy levels just been through the roof. Uh, you know, another uh, another junior receiver is going to be working on the scene, Chase Jackson. Um, he's going to be, he is, and he's going to be an absolute stock. You know, kind of what you're looking at, he's, he's going to be one of the state leaders in all classes and uh, receiving yards. Um, it always comes up big for us. Uh, and we also have uh, Kate Stanford, another receiver. Uh, it's always really, really solid for us. Makes close catches. R.J. Jackson, a freshman, that they'll be used to the ball around too. Does a great job. And then Deshaun Moore and C.J. Smith, the running back, that they're able to kind of keep our offense balanced, you know. And so it's really, it's really good. I know we talked a lot about offense and how well you guys have played on that side of the ball this year, but your defense really revolves around uh, Jeff. Jeff uh, Robertson, I know he's the uh, the Robertson. Right. Excuse me, he's uh, the uh, committed to Oklahoma State, and he's a really talented linebacker. What can you tell? Uh, what can you tell me and the audience about him? Yeah, Jeff. Jeff is just you know he's a uh, he's great kid. He works extremely hard. Um, he's just uh, you know he's really really good athlete. He's 
extremely fast, physical, big. You know, I mean, he he looks and plays like a Division One kid. You know, he knows we watch the game and uh, he's flying around all the time. You know, he's averaging you know, close to 15 tackles a game, and you know, we stat ours with only two guys to the ball, so it's not like we're just giving garbage tackles. You know, he's he's really legit making you know anywhere from you know 15 plus tackles a game. You know, I mean, you watch him just all over the place, selling out his body and. uh you know, being really aggressive and just as a motor, as a practice, as a weight room, as a you know, film room and a practice at during games, just you know, he's pretty kid and has a super high motor. Um this guy's in the middle with him and his career. You know, I have no doubt that he's gonna make it, you know, at OSU and um you know, his work ethic allows him to play you know, at an elite level. I think it's gonna allow him to play early uh, because it's a charity level. We talked a lot about uh, some of the leaders on your team, some of those seniors. Who are some of the younger cl- underclassmen? I know you have a really young team this year. Who are some of those uh, underclassmen who have really stood out to you and, and been really pivotal pieces for your team through these first eight games? Yeah, you know, as you mentioned, we have, we have several. We have this um, very tight end, Mark Jackson, that's a, a freshman. Um, he hadn't played football, you know, and uh, he just slowly kind of worked his way into being a starter on offense and had some huge fourth down catches for us against Lawton. He's extremely athletic, he's a really good baseball player. Um, you know, he's 6'3, about 230, you know, that's <laughs> a freshman, you know, all muscled up and you know, doesn't, doesn't look like your average freshman, which is a lot of the play in 6'8, uh, which, you know, I've been coaching for a long time and he's the first freshman ever had star for me. Um, just because he's, you know, physically and mentally so mature. Uh, Chase Jackson, as I mentioned, receiver is a junior. Um, you know, he's about 6'2", uh, 135, and he's an absolutely fly. He gets the ball at receiver. He's just, just electric. He's excellent ball skills. You know, extremely tough kid. Um, you know, on the defensive side, we're kind of surrounded. You know, we have, uh, we have Bolton Hawkins at linebacker, um, Ethan Rowan at linebacker. We have Aaron McCaffrey at, at, at D tackle, Donnie Wingate at DN, Elijah Wilder at DN. Um, Gavin Evans at, at D-Tackle, um, you know, and then in the secondary, we have uh, Robert Ellis um, at safety, at Spencer Bowles at safety, they have Jordan Eubes at, at corner. I mean, we only have two senior starters on defense, you know, and the majority are sophomores. And so we're really, really young, um, and, you know, and have good senior leadership. The seniors that we do have play are a solid, real solid group of kids I've ever been around as far as just character. They're extremely high-character kids that, that work really hard and are bonded to our program, and and what we do, and they help form the program, you know. And so it's a, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, another thing I should mention on defense is Kevin Robinson. That's um, you know senior safety. That's just a great kid and works his works his tail off. And it's a huge huge uh, piece that we've added this year. Um, you know, he's uh, he's awesome as well. But you know, we got a good mixture of youth and um, you know senior leadership. We're, we're mostly on the, on the young side, um, but you know the ones the seniors that did was kind of huge. Just uh, you know, just good guys for a better group of kids. Talking with uh, Choctaw football coach Jake Corbin. Coach, uh, you guys got a big district matchup this week against Midwest City. Uh, what can you tell me about the Bombers and what is it going to take for uh, you guys to come away with a uh, victory this week? Yeah, Middle City is still Middle City, you know, and everyone kind of ran a chip, you know, and as, as the fans do, and Trinity Nationals probably that with those you. It's going to quick. Uh, but, you know, they're still a really talented uh, team, you know, their defense and like what you expect for a Middle City defense. You know, they're still points. Uh, they swarm to the ball really well. They get off blocks well. Um, you know, they're fast and physical. Uh, offensively, they continue to get better. You know, their freshman quarterback is about to hear. You know, they're kind of finding their, finding their strides a little bit on, on offense. And, you know, I think everybody's kind of ridden them off. And 
box beer like hold up like you said they're still really good you know they're just uh stuck them along they kind of go through some growing pains early in the season you know since they've gotten a district play you know they've they've lost uh the still water in Dell city which you know everyone else has as well uh and they're a really tough opponent um, i know that they're you know looking to continue to ride the ship and um you know and pushing the playoffs and so you know, I think it's going to take, you know, us, us playing sound, us limiting turnovers, us playing aggressively. Um, you know, and we're playing like, uh, you know, like we have, you know, nothing to lose. Because, uh, you know, our, our team feels that we are. You know, we're, we're, we're a team that, uh, you know, we're on the come up. And, and, you know, we have, have bigger goals in, in mind. And we're going to continue to be aggressive on, you know, all sides of the ball. And uh, it, it's really, really, really fast physically, which is uh, what we do best. Awesome. This is a... Choctaw football coach Jake Corbin joining us on the Varsity Podcast. Coach, really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join us. Best of luck this Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I sure appreciate it, and thank you for what you do for us in sports. Thanks. Appreciate that. It's just me today, Cameron Jordan, your host. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the top games this week, and uh, hopefully it's going to be a little bit warmer as we kind of talked with uh, Coach Corbin there. It uh, looks like the forecast is calling for some beautiful conditions this week. Not going to be too much uh, water as we had last week. So uh, kind of moving forward, some of the top games. Uh, Choctaw Midwest City is a really important one. You know, right now those teams at the playoffs started today. Those teams will be the three and the four seed uh, in the playoffs with Midwest City um, because of district points having a little bit of an advantage over Choctaw. But that matchup, kind of like Coach Corbin, is going to come down to. It's the Midwest City team that really relies on its defense, strong defensive team. But Choctaw's offense, as we, as we talked about, is really dynamic. So I'm really interested to see that matchup. Uh, that's actually the game that I'm going to be at on Friday night. So make sure you guys, if you're interested, follow me on Twitter at Cam underscore Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-A-N. And um, I can follow that game as well. A couple of the other games across the Metro, they're going to be interesting. If you go up to Class 6A1, Edmund Santa Fe and Jinx have a really important matchup up in the Tulsa area this week. Both those teams are tied atop the district at 4-1. and one. Edmund Santa Fe has a really big win against Broken Arrow um, a couple weeks ago. They upset uh, the Tigers 23-21. It's going to be a matchup of Edmund Santa Fe's defense against the Jinx offense that has been rolling come district play. They dropped a really close matchup 17-15 to Broken Arrow in week 4, but they've just rolled since then, rolling off four straight victories, and they're really finding the groove. Move down to another match, really important matchup in that district, uh, Norman and Westmore. This one is really intriguing because it's two dynamic offenses and two defenses that are also strong as well. The winner of this matchup likely is going to make the playoffs. It's going to be their fourth district win. They're going to have a leg up on the other one making the playoffs. Norman plays Edmund Santa Fe in Week 10. Westmore plays Jinx in Week 10. So it's going to be interesting. It's, it's really a must win for both teams because in Week 10, it's not guaranteed to get a win. They're, they've already played some of the uh, – some of the teams in their district that they've gotten been able to get victories against. And it's going to be an interesting matchup with Norman quarterback Cade Horton and Westmore quarterback Dayton Wolf. Those two are going to be really fun to watch. And with uh, the weather being a little bit improved, that's definitely going to help on that aspect of things. Going to the other, uh, going to the other division in Class 6A1, you have uh, Putnam City North, which has lost two of its past three games, is facing off against a Mustang team that's coming off a, a tight loss to Owasso. When you think about it, Owasso only winning by a couple touchdowns. This is the closest game that they've had against a team in state all season long. Uh, they won by 13 against Bentonville West to open up its season, but a 24 to 10 win at Mustang last week was uh, the closest anyone has played the Rams since the opening week. So Mustang is really dynamic this year. They have a strong rushing attack. Um, Harvey Phillips and uh, Kari Brown are both been able to run the ball extremely well, but they're going to have to face a Putnam North team that 
is just extremely dynamic. He's able to run the ball effectively. They do throw really quick passing routes. Uh, Aaron Normant, Zach Dortch, guys like that are really who make that offense run. Um, and this is another important district matchup. Like I said, right now if the playoffs were to begin, Mustang would be the three seed and Putnam North would be out uh, because based off district points – or excuse me, let me get this right – there's three teams tied right now for third in the district. You have Mustang, U- Tulsa Union, and Putnam City North. So then it goes based off of district points. Union right now has an advantage with Putnam City North in second and Mustang in third, strictly off district points. So Mustang would be the team that's left out. It's going to be really important for this game because the winner is going to get a fourth district win, which doesn't quite clinch a playoff spot, but it gives you an advantage plus important district points to be able to try to propel yourself into the playoffs. Another matchup that I'm looking at this week in Class 3A is John Marshall is heading up to Perkins Tryon. That's going to be a matchup of speed versus strength. John Marshall's speed with Bryce Stevens, who was the Oklahoma staff choice for player of the week this last week. He's dynamic. He had two interceptions. This in a game against Manford, 26-14 victory for John Marshall. Two interceptions, a forced fumble, a kickoff or a field goal, a missed field goal return touchdown, 90 yards, and also a, a receiving touchdown. Dynamic speed. Uh, that's what John Marshall is about, 7-1. and one. And then on Perkins' end, physicality. They're, they're the most physical team that I've seen in person this year. I got to watch them in a game against Kingfisher. Really dynamic on offense with quarterback Austin Magus. He's really dynamic in the fact that he can run the ball really strong right at the middle. He also has a really impressive arm. They don't just throw it that much, though, because they can run over people. Um, Aaron Lawson is the running back. He's also really fun to watch. Um, but like I said, what is – what is John Marshall's speed going to be able to do against Perkins Tryon's strength? That's going to be the matchup of that game. Um, got, and, and some other news, state championships are kind of coming to a close now. The only state championships left for fall sports outside of football is cross-country class 6A and 5A this weekend at Edmond Santa Fe. Um, you're going to have a bunch of dynamic runners on each on for boys and girls that are going to be running this week. So if you guys are it's looking like it's going to be a beautiful weather Saturday morning, so if you're interested in cross-country and distance racing, head out to Edmond Santa Fe and catch some of the best runners in the state competing for a state title. Um, another project that I'm working on, I hope you guys will look forward on at theoklahoma.com and in Friday's editions of The Oklahoman, is about student media broadcast groups. Uh, a lot of, even five, ten years ago, there weren't many football games that you could go around the state and watch streaming-wise, but now... Those are all around. Um, I spent some time this morning out at Heritage Hall talking with their Charger Vision group team, and I have more plans to talk with a bunch of the, of, of uh, other uh, broadcast groups throughout the city area, and I really hope you guys can enjoy that project, but that's something else that I'm working on on my end. Um, like I said, guys, just a solo podcast today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Chalk Talk coach Jake Corbin. Uh, make sure you guys uh, – Looking like it's going to be a little dry on Friday night this week, but the weather still should be nice. Um, if you guys are heading out, make sure you uh, tweet at us some scores. Make sure you follow all of our coverage on theoklahoman.com. And like I said, I'm Cameron Jordan, and thank you for listening to the Oklahoman Varsity Podcast.